Hi, this is Durs Anderson. I'm the Greenways Director at Open Lands. You're listening to 1590 WCGO, Chicago's Smart Talk. The Mike Nowak Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Hello, we're your Merry Christmas shoppers. May we help you with your Christmas shopping. We have many fine gift ideas for you. As... Bleak winter descends like a shroud over Germany. His meager gifts are the only distraction from the hovering darkness. The wolf of oblivion forever licking at our doors with his eternal tongue until we become too weak to fight and lie down to be taken by the cold embrace of the snow. (laughs) Would you care for a candied cane? Thank you very much. That's nice. It represents the emotional crutch of the the season's empty frivolity. Each gift a grim foreboding of the final box in which we will all be wrapped. A gift only to the worms. Well, that's about all we have time for. Thanks. Thank you so much. Live from a cul-de-sac somewhere in Evanston, Illinois, it's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. 20 years and counting as Chicago's go-to deep green gardening and environment program. Heard every Sunday morning on Chicago's Smart Talk. Good planets are hard to find. Temperate zones and tropic climes. And true currents and thriving seas. Wind blowing through breathing trees. Strong ozone and safe sunshine. Well, good planets are hard to Your questions, comments, and participation are always welcome at 847-475-1590, on Facebook and Instagram at The Mike Novak Show, and at Mike Now on Twitter. And here they are, she's lean and he's green, Peggy Malecki and Mike Novak. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho. Let it snow, ho, ho, ho. Uh, Let it snow, yeah, it's coming down out there. Welcome on Christmas Eve. That seems a little loud. It seems a little distorted at the moment. I, I seem distorted. Are I, you distorted again? Yeah, I am. Oh. I always get distorted for the holidays. <laughs> um, and the mic's, okay, flopping. That's good. Right. That's <laughs> ho, ho. Are, are, are we recording? We're not sure we're on Facebook at the moment. And this is important because we have our big holiday extravaganza today. And uh, we do want to get it. Oh, that is distorted. It, yeah, we're. I'm distorted here. We're all uh, fuzzy here. Uh, speaking of phones, oh, I put it. I got my brand new phone got here. A brand new phone. Yeah, there we are. Which I still do not know how to use. So we're 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 up and live. I uh, we need to, okay now. All we need to do is adjust the camera because everybody people's heads are cut off here. So if you can do that. Uh, then good. Thank you. Tilt then, down. Then, then we'll as, continue as they with say, the... As they say in the business, please, tilt down. 
because it's not just me, but our guest, Judy Pollack, who's uh, <laughs> cut off at the neck, which is not a, <laughs> not a good thing here. Um, and uh, welcome. It is kind of a holiday show. We thought we'd do some real business in the first hour. Uh, and then uh, after that, we will um, just uh, all madness will will ensue. All it will all break loose. Oh, so there's only is we just discovered there's only one working mouse in the entire building here because it just left the studio to go into the control. Ah, look at this, and now he's going there to adjust are. it. So See, and, and we it, actually so I don't have to. And you can go to the Mike Novak. Look show at there on we go Facebook. now. Okay, now tilt up. There we go. You almost had it. A little bit adjust here. Do 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 do. Uh, we'll we'll we'll. So if you're wondering what we're talking about, go to the Mike Novak show on Facebook, on Facebook and you'll see it. Yeah, because we are live. Oh, that, we are. No, that oh, that wasn't exactly it, but uh, we're closer. We're getting there. Okay. Yeah, sooner or so later. What are we doing today? Uh, who knows? Uh, oh, <laughs> the first hour we're uh, we're 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 talking bird count uh, in. Uh, in the Chicago area, there's there's this annual thing called the Christmas Bird Count, and for you birders out there, um, it's 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 a way to duck out from seeing seeing your families. You don't have you know, and, and I got a feel. And how long has that been going on for a long time? Like since the 1890s or something? I don't know. It's just crazy. Uh, so even way back then. People were trying to avoid their families, so they went out and they looked at birds instead, which is one bird, which is two cool. birds, yeah, three birds. And then in the second hour, it's the world famous, never to be equaled. It's a wonderful slice of it's a wonderful life. Um, and you're upside down now. That's really cool. Look at that image. <laughs> How come all the is all the blood rushing to your head right now? It might help. And your antlers, it's it's rushing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, you know. I bet you guys didn't screw this up for Mighty House. Uh, it's and, live radio. And speaking of that, Rod Calgill will be here later. And Bill Turk's Bill Turk. warming up already. So stick around. It's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. We'll try to get right set up when we return. It might be winter, but you can still visit farmers markets hosted by many different Chicagoland houses of worship on select Saturdays and Sundays from now through April. Your purchase of local, sustainably produced food helps support regional farmers. The markets are organized by Faith in Place, a nonprofit which inspires people of diverse faiths to care for the earth through education, connection, and advocacy. For a market schedule and to learn more, go to faithinplace.org. A good day's gardening can sometimes be a bad day for your muscles and joints. Dr. Bonnie Flaster is a chiropractor who uses gentle, non-force adjustments to relieve pain. With 29 years of experience, she relies on a variety of treatments, including low-level laser, acupuncture, and gentle chiropractic. Visit her at River North Wellness Center and find health tips at rivernorthwellness.com. Call Dr. Bonnie Flaster at 312-642-7545 and get back to feeling good. Hey, this is Peggy. When I speak at local events, people often ask me, aren't you the Peggy in Natural Awakenings ads? And that makes me happy because it reminds me that Chicagoans want to lead healthier lives. A Natural Awakenings magazine helps them do just that. Natural Awakenings is the greenest, healthiest magazine in the Chicago area. Each month, we bring you the latest information about health and wellness, complementary medicine, fitness and exercise, raising healthy kids, and even keeping your pets healthy. 
You'll find articles about healthy homes, too, including gardening, energy efficiency, and green living. And if you love good food, you'll always find tasty recipes and healthy cooking hints. Check out our monthly calendar. It's full of events to keep you connected. Natural Awakenings is available in more than 1,100 locations throughout the city, as well as suburban Cook, Lake, and McHenry counties. And it's free. Or visit us at nachicago.com. Natural Awakenings. Feel good. Live simply. Laugh more. Hi, this is Bill from Playtime with Sid and Bill featuring Carrie Kendall. One to three every Sunday right here on 1590 WCGO. Wednesday on CBS, the Bengals, Sting, Run DMC, The Judge, John Cougar Mellencamp, Stevie Nicks, Michael McDonald, you 2 and more in an all-new holiday special. Santa Claus is walking to town with Top of the Pop. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year! A very special Christmas Wednesday. Yeah. Welcome back to the 90s. It's Ooh. great to be here. Ooh. With the bangles. With the bangles. I, I found a couple of those, and uh, I had to put those in there because it's a uh, um, uh, little retro holiday action there. We'll play another one later on. But I want to play one more thing here before we get going in seriousness. because it's And, and, and this will be the only serious part of the program today. So uh, um, Judy's being very patient and, and waiting for us. <laughs> um, and it's just because something we've been playing on the show in the past is uh this little bit of audio alan 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 al alan for those, are you familiar with that oh yes. see judy knows that good <laughs> give her a ding that those are the animals that, 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 that they gave voices to and and what is that is that a, a prairie dog or something like that i'm not sure exactly what it is sure yeah uh but we love this alan 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 well, alan alan <laughs> Alan. Thanks to Randall, uh, who who's who's been working on this, our, our engineer here today, who's even got our camera shots right. Actually, both <laughs> of the guys in there have been working on it, and I appreciate that. Uh, Randall put this together in honor of the holidays. <laughs> I hardly even know how to describe it, so I'm just going to play it. Here we go. Oh, 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 Alan. Oh, 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 these! Alan! Alan! Shut up, Wesley! <laughs> Welcome to the house! Oh, I'm going to play that as often as possible today because it's, it's just too bizarre. Oh! One more time. Oh! Oh! These! Oh, 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 Alan! Oh, 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 these! Alan! Alan! Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> Thank you, Randall. Thank you. That is uh, like the most awesome holiday thing, and, whatever. So and, in honor and, of that, I, I went to the nose. I got, oh, wait. Give me, we got the nose. Let me get the antlers. Here we go. All right. And we're, poor we're, Judy's we're looking like, where's the door? holiday mode here. We did this last week, too. That's <laughs> fun. We can uh, wear them both, I think. Uh, I can actually hear stuff too. Wait, I'm, although I'm going to turn this up just a tad and try not to. There uh, we go. Test one, two. There we go. You're there. And I can't breathe. Okay. All right. Let's enough take with the that. Nose. Take enough. Enough with the nose. All right. Now to all seriousness. All right. Now, not all seriousness, <laughs> but let's welcome uh, an old friend of the show and uh, 
uh, and uh, a friend in the environmental world, and that's uh, Judy Pollack. Uh, Judy, I was thinking about it, and it's it, I had Doris Taylor on the other week, and I realized that I had first, first interviewed her 20 years ago, and I think the same with you. Oh, I probably think, true. Yeah, yeah, I think way back at the Gargantua Radio Days. And uh, yep. uh, so welcome back. Yes. you Thanks. And uh, you're uh, – how long have you been in Audubon? Uh, so – Right now, I'm, uh, the, yeah, Audubon or, or associated with it, yeah, because I think right. of it's. Uh, so let's and, we and shouldn't attack you. So yeah, so she tells us before the show, I'm really not attached, and the first thing I do is say, "How long have you been connected with Audubon?" So okay, it let's a ding. Let's pretend I didn't ask that. Let's pretend I didn't ask that question. I'll say, "How long have you liked birds?" How's that? Uh, <laughs> well, actually, I got I got interested in birds as an adult. You know, in my in my mid thirties or so. Really? So, yeah. Yeah, so it it was not Good for a for you. Yeah, yeah. It's a mid-course correction. It so. was a definitely a mid-course correction. I was a teacher before that. Uh uh-huh. you know, then I uh, became a bird watcher and then got very interested in bird conservation and wow. How did that yeah. happen? Um well, uh you know, for a, a lot of people I think bird watching just really bites you hard and and I was one of those, you know. Uh-huh. Um uh, I had grown up in nature as a kid. Um, you know, I lived uh, in the mountains outside of New York City. And so I was always very immersed in nature. And I think, you know, living in the city. In New Rochelle, right? In, uh, <laughs> in Slotesburg, New York, oh, okay. actually. <laughs> Get a name check in there for Slotesburg, New York, because okay. I know, like, Woo-hoo! yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know you have many listeners from Slotesburg, oh, New York. I'm going to play something for you in a little bit that I think you will find really funny. So we'll, we'll keep that in mind. All right. But. Uh, so uh, that's where you you were living there at the time. Yeah, right. right. And then I I did a bird walk here when we moved to Chicago at the uh, Lincoln Park Zoo, and uh, you know I just saw like this bird, a brown creeper. It looks like a little tiny moving piece of bark, and a brown thrasher, which is this you know kind of spectacular rusty colored bird with a long tail, and you know. It's sort of like, who knew that you're walking around in this world all the time and there's all these incredible birds around you that you had no idea. So, you know, that was a big revelation for me. And I just, you know, really. Good for you. You know, because this, my whole environmental slash gardening thing also happened sort of as a mid-course correction. Uh I mean, I thought, you know, I ran a theater company in Chicago and I wasn't interested in any of this (laughs) stuff for the longest time. Although I've always been kind of. Um, an environmentalist and uh, at heart, but I had never done anything formally uh, with this. And then when I realized I wasn't going to be a movie star, okay, let's do radio and uh, and and talk about this kind of stuff. So <laughs> here we are. Um, you've obviously also been interested in ducking out on your family uh, for the holidays as well, right? Or do you, or do you take your family with you to the bird count? <laughs> so. Um... They're always welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> However, occasionally my husband does come. Uh, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, the Christmas bird count takes place over um, a, like a three-week period yeah. around the Christmas time. So, uh, you know, some so you people... Could, so you could duck out so, on your family not only on Christmas oh, but on New Year's as well. Oh, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I have, I've never done the actual Christmas one, but there is one mm-hmm. that's... Oh, um, really? Okay. Yeah, the Chicago Lakefront count is on Christmas every year. But I have... That sounds like that would be a fun one, though. I mean, if you're especially tomorrow, it's going to be white. We've got snow happening yeah, right now. right. I know. Yeah. Yep, yep for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I have done the New Year's one, which is in Waukegan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but the, the one that I usually do is in Lyle, which happened uh, last weekend. So I have a bunch of oh, friends. Oh, really? So you've yeah. al- it's already been uh, going mm-hmm. on? Yep, yep. When, Okay. Right. Yeah. So how many, do you know? How, have any idea how many different events there are in the area? Well, yeah, depending on how big you say the area is. But there's about a dozen spread over time, yeah. And I think there's a link mm-hmm. on your website, yeah. too, if you go to National Audubon Society. this is what we're looking yeah. at. Right, yeah. It's, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so it's linked off all the of circles the are. blog. There's actually, what does it show, like 90 in the area through um, Illinois Ornithological Society. As in the, yeah, to in the Audubon. state, right. Yeah. Go yeah. to mm-hmm. MikeNovak.net and you'll find uh, this week's show up there. It's December 24. It's a wonderful slice. And if you scroll down to the in- info on counting birds, what's the link uh, under which words there, Peggy? It's the bird conservation link where it says there's many opportunities to join in a Christmas bird count. So it's okay. Illinois Ornithological Society. And you can join into in any of them. But one of the things that I found was that you do need to sign up in advance. Oh, yes. Um, because the way it works is there's a circle and... Um, the circle is divided up into sections, and then those sections are further divided up. You mean a circle right. that they're looking mm-hmm. yep, at. Yep, there's this, they make a circle on the landscape and then divide that into sections. So you have to get connected with a group. And beginners are welcome, um, you know, and then they'll just put you with a group yeah. with some people who are more experienced. Well, I would, th- I would think that, you know, because I was thinking about, oh, yeah, I'd uh, like to go on a bird count, and I have no idea what oh, yeah. I'd be doing. Oh, you should so- come next year. It'd I could come great. this yeah. year still. <laughs> oh, I mean, you, there's, you said it's still January going 5th. on. Yeah, yep. through January Absol- 5th. Absolutely. You could, go, you could go this year. So yeah. So the point of a bird count is it's more of a census of what's happening in a certain area throughout, what, a 24-hour period? Uh, yeah, I guess it is a 24-hour period. Uh, some people do go out owling, you know, which is what you do at mm-hmm. night. You go out and play tapes for owls. Um, and, yeah, and actually the count that... Um, that we that I I just did. We had a lot of uh, good owl sightings. You know, we had I think four four different owls or, wow. or five show up on the count. So, what kind um, of? So the really uh, special one is this little tiny one called a, a sawwet owl. Yeah, yeah. And um, somebody had one just in a honeysuckle bush. So wow. yeah, I think this is sort of like a new trick that birders are learning. That if you play this sawwet owl count, they're actually much more common than people hmm. thought. So this, it's been sort of a discovery of the count. Uh, uh, speaking of that, uh, Peggy, you wrote something in the blog. Um, oh, you're kidding me. Okay, I'm looking at the computer. No, 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 no. I'm looking at this computer. This did this like two weeks ago. It froze it, up? It, no, it, it wants to reboot oh. and install new features. I'm like, it, it always happens during the show. I'm gonna, and I'm clicking remind me tomorrow. There you go. Thanks. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deal with this. Uh, but you wrote Peggy about the snowy owl, which is a, it's, it's become a big deal in Chicago. They keep showing up here. And, but you also uh, wrote that the the population is a lot fewer than we thought mm-hmm. before, but that not, might not necessarily be uh, a sign of of trouble. What uh, what did you mean when you wrote that? Well, the snowy owls up and and jump in at any point here, Judy. But the snowy owl typically is up in the Arctic tundra, breeding ground and wintering. Sometimes goes to Canada. Every so often comes down to the northern U.S. and um, Back in 2013, 14 was the last time there was a lot of snowy owls here, and 
they've started putting transmitters on them, solar powered transmitters to track them. And with a lot of huge amounts of owls coming back this year, and I guess there's a lot of sightings, they're able to be tracking where these owls are going. Yeah. Um, and they're finding there's far fewer than they, scientists are finding there's far fewer owls than they originally thought. But they don't know, is that a problem? Is it not a problem? Did we just not know? Yeah, the the interesting thing, um, the, the, the whole world of bird study has changed completely, like in the past 10 years with this mm-hmm. technology, you know, and then they're because able Because everybody's to, got a cell phone and they can go doot, 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 <laughs> and pop this in. And also the tracking device. Yeah, the yes, GPS tracking. So, there's so many kinds of technology that bird people are using, right? The phone... Uh, the um, and then these little tracking devices, all different kinds. You know, some of them use radio frequencies, some of them use um, um, cell towers, uh, satellites. You know, but the um, with the snowy owls, um, w- um, they found that some of them will stay in one place, others of them will travel hundreds or even thousands mm-hmm. of miles. Uh, there's a bunch of them that winter out on one of the Great Lakes on the ice. They just spend like weeks or months out on the ice. So they're finding out all kinds of. But fascinating there has to be things. ice on the Great Lakes, right? Right. For that yeah. To no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, but, not for a while. And and um, the related to the population, you know, um, there's a couple of things. One is that we always knew that the snowy owls were tied to the lemming population, right? Mm-hmm. They they okay. eat lemmings. Um, and so people always thought that when the slow, snowy owls showed up down here in our area, which only happens every few years, and, you know, we're in a huge, it's called an eruption year right now, so there's snowy owls all, you know, up really? and down the lake. I didn't realize this of, was oh, an yeah. eruption year. Oh, yeah, okay. there's a ton of them. People are really enjoying the snowy owls this year. In fact, there was one a couple of weeks ago on a light post over Sheridan Road in Evanston. You know that turn when you just come up Sheridan Road? Uh... By the cemetery? Yeah, exactly. There was one sitting right there. Oh, darn. Yeah, and I drove by and like the whole, it was like a circus. There were people everywhere. There were cars stopped in the middle of Sheridan Road. It was like quite an event. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's really got to be kind of funny because there's the <laughs> yeah. owl sitting up there looking down and going, well, yeah, what's wrong? I know. Yeah. I know it sat there what? for a few hours. What? You know? I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just sitting here. Come on, man. Move on. Right. But the interesting thing they found out about the lemmings is that so people thought that they would move down here when there were not a lot of lemmings because um, they were looking for prey elsewhere. But in fact, it's the opposite. Um, If there's a lot of lemmings, then there's a lot of snowy owls. And so then they have to spread out uh, in the wintertime. But with the population thing, you know, uh, people were thinking um, they're thinking about climate change and how that's affecting the snowy owls because the Arctic is. Melt. It's warming up even faster mm-hmm. than it is warming up here. So yeah. um, the lemmings need this big snowpack, um, and so you know, with the loss of the, the with the warming of the Arctic, there's a lot of question about how um, that's going to affect the snowy and, owls. And in like, and they're in very Scandin- sensitive to temperature change. The lemmings. Yeah, and in Scandinavia, uh, yeah, it's more that they need that snowpack. Mm-hmm. You know, they just um, that's what they Wait, live the in. owls or yeah. the lemmings. The lemmings. The, snow- the lemmings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. they're, they're, the owls they're rodent- don't care. Huh? Uh, uh, right, they just want to eat the, the lemmings. Yeah, yeah. but they're rodents that kind of burrow yeah. into the snow. Yeah, but they have dropped out in some Scandinavian countries. The the snowy owls not around anymore. Oh, really? So, yeah. So you know, there's some 
real concerns. And, and when I think lemmings, I think Scandinavian company uh, countries. Uh-huh. Companies. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I apologize to all you Scandinavian companies that I could just call lemmings. <laughs> <laughs> all jumping off cliffs. Yeah, not mine, mine. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, we're going to skip that thing, uh, um, Randall, once again this week because uh, I didn't write it. So, <laughs> uh, Welcome to the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. We're talking to Judy Pollack, who's uh, uh, part of Judy Pollack Consulting and a birder. And we're talking about the, uh, the Christmas bird count, which, as we have learned, uh, is not just on Christmas Day so you can duck out from seeing your relatives, although it, it can happen on that day and there's one in chicago and you can go visit but um it's uh it's a it's a couple of week period where folks go out and and as you're saying citizen scientists right now are a huge part of this and they're they're contributing a lot of information to our knowledge of various species of birds aren't they oh absolutely uh, you know, it would, just to look at the Christmas bird, there's many, many citizen science efforts in Chicago related to birds. Um, but the, but to look at the Christmas bird count again, um, uh, it's been going for more than 100 years. So mm-hmm. you have this incredible record of bird life and how it's changed over time. And um, one... One, one I'll thing. What, I'll I... tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to have you hold that thought because you okay. can't start into a story. We got the music, which means we're going to break. Oh, okay. All right, Judy Pollack <laughs> will continue that story. It's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. Talking birds. <laughs> we'll be right back. Have you ever walked into a hair salon and been overwhelmed by the smell of chemicals? Well, that's never going to happen at Organic Roots Eco Salon. They use only the safest, most natural professional hair products available to make sure you get great color results that last and won't harm the environment or you. Their salon products and services are free from ammonia, formaldehyde, and other toxins typically found in hair color perms and keratin smoothing treatments. Organic Roots also offers a complete menu of safe straightening treatments, including the non-toxic Magic Sleek and Cezanne keratin smoothing products that let you shampoo the same day. They even repurpose hair clippings, recycle product containers, and use LED lighting. Now that's green. Walk into 21st Century Hair Care for women and men at Organic Roots Eco Salon, 3417 Dempster in Skokie. Book your appointment at OrganicRootsEcoSalon.com or call 847-423-2653. Health and beauty, you no longer have to sacrifice one for the other. Here's the bad news. One out of every six Americans doesn't know where their next meal will come from. What's the good news? You can help. This year, instead of decorating your holiday table with flowers, use an arrangement of fresh, uncut fruits and veggies, which can be donated to a local food pantry. Share a photo of your centerpiece with the hashtag AmpleCenterpiece, and you could win a $50 gift certificate to Gardner Supply Company. Go to ampleharvest.org holiday to learn more. DNR Services Unlimited has been serving the north and northwest suburbs since 1992. They can take care of those little problems that never get done. They perform complete bathroom, basement, and kitchen remodels. And if you're looking for a complete home makeover, they can handle that too. Visit their website at RestoreTheNorthShore.com or give them a call at 847-998-1687. That's RestoreTheNorthShore.com or give them a call at 847-998-1687. It'll be easy to find someone cheaper, but a lot harder to find someone better. This is your talk. Do you read me? On 1590 WCGO, Evanston, Chicago. Come on, is anybody even out there? Oh! 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 
Welcome back to the Mike Novak Show with uh, Peggy Malecki and uh, had to play that. But I'm going to play the thing I wanted to do is introduce this piece because you're from New York. So I'm not sure that this will resonate with you. But anybody who's from New York, uh, this I think might find this interesting. I found this on the interwebs uh the other day so just and 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 you can try to identify the voice i'm going to play this right now if you're having a hard time finding that special christmas gift and you live near succasana new jersey giving will be a lot easier this year Nobody Beats the Wiz is opening another superstore this Friday, November 29th on Route 10 at the Roxbury Mall in Sakasana. Be there. For Christmas, as always, Nobody Beats the Wiz. Nope. Nobody, nobody beats, beats the Wiz. Wiz. Sakasana, New Jersey. Can't wait to go to the new mall. <laughs> Do you have any idea who that is? That That is... Joe Namath, okay? Oh. It's like from the 70s. It's, uh, it's, uh, Giving beats everything, and nobody beats the wind. If you're having a hard time finding that special Christmas gift, and you live near Succasana, New Jersey, <laughs> you gotta will be a lot go. Easier this year. Uh, you know, uh, it makes me want to jump in the car and drive to Succasana, New Jersey. Uh, let's, let's, really? let's do it. And, and do a bird count. <laughs> I'm sure there's one there. I'm sure there is, too. Why not? On the ocean. You know, you got to have a bird count there. That's uh, Judy Pollock, uh, who is in the studio with us. Uh, we're talking uh, the annual Christmas bird count. And Audubon has been doing this, as we mentioned, since the 1800s. So that I think that's kind of remarkable, though, that that long ago folks figured out we, we, we actually need to keep track of this. Isn't, isn't that a remarkable story to you, too? Yeah. Well, you know, the way it started was there was this tradition of the Christmas hunt, and people would go out and shoot as many birds as they could possibly uh, find. All right. And just because yeah. it's Christmas. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, let's, let's bag us some passenger pigeons, okay? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, conservationists started this as sort of a counter tradition. Yeah. Instead, let's Good go out for and them. count them. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, and, yeah. And, yeah. And this has outlived the shoot, which yep. is so much mm-hmm. better. Yeah. yeah. You know, there you go. Because uh, you know, if 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 we had a choice in this country and in the world, probably we'd kill off every animal except <laughs> us. We would just do it and say, "Oh well, you know, uh, you know, some some others will pop up somewhere or from another planet. Maybe they'll come here. Who knows?" But no. So I'm glad to to hear that. That you know, it's a, it's a great tradition. So. Um, you you said you can go out with other folks and and be part of a bird count. What happens on a bird count actually? Yeah, so um, you get so everyone has a territory, right? Okay. So, like, just to talk about mine, uh, I you know maybe twenty five, thirty years ago, I guess I asked uh, for a territory, and you know, oh, you all, mean you actually get assigned your own area? Yeah, and- yeah, and so like all the good ones were taken. So <laughs> I have this area that I call Judy Pollock's armpit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
because it is a total armpit. You heard it here first, yeah. folks. <laughs> it's all industrial, and it's referred to, that geographic that part of the the county is referred and, uh, and, to that by and, other people. And the too. minute she goes uh, into, <laughs> to Judy Pollock's armpit, uh, she starts calling out. Alan, 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 Alan. Exactly. So. And hopes that the bird named Alan will come and visit her. So, where, I gotta, I gotta ask, where is this area, or if we, or can Do we, we give it away? So it's sort of that. like, if, you know, when you're going out 55 and you get sort of by Hodgkins, and there's all those sewage lagoons, you know, and then on the other side, there's the deep tunnel project, and there's a big garbage dump, and uh-huh. there's a quarry there. Yeah, that that's my area. Right oh there. my goodness, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is awesome. It's got a giant UPS depot in it. Oh, uh, this yeah. is great. So, oh, but you know what it makes me think is that people who are being assigned areas now are getting even worse areas. So there you go. <laughs> but um, but it also what, shows there's birds everywhere. Yeah, it's true. There are birds everywhere, and so I've been trying to like work that little area and find every place where there are birds. But one of the great um, benefits of my area is that there is a sewage outflow running through it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, woohoo, there's warm water, uh, which in some years when everything is frozen, a lot of the birds are attracted to that warm water. And so I kind of, you know, I just, um, those really, really cold years, those are the years when I can really get some good birds uh, in that area. Oh, so, that's great. Yeah, yeah well, that, that yeah. makes total sense. Yeah. So what are you proudest of having spotted during one of your uh, bird hunts? Um, let's see. Well, the, the, the birds that are exciting on Christmas bird count are birds that would be very ordinary in the spring. So think, like things like uh, one time we had a, a Phoebe, or uh, a kill deer one time, you know these are these are birds that are usually gone for the winter, Things and that so are out of it's season. kind of a yeah, it's kind of a. We had a brown thrasher one year, um, we had a nice merlin one year. So yeah, those were those are some good ones. But this year we had a, a kind of a funny story. We were we were walking along this little outflow that I was talking about, this warm outflow, and. We were noticing um, how much more beaver damage there was this year. And Mm -hmm. we were seeing these little trails where the beaver had come up out of the mud. And we were just like, you know, there was one that was just very fresh. And we were like, this beaver must be right here. So so I was like, I know I'm going to I'm going to try to try to play a beaver call. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> and see if I can get it to come. And when I played that beaver call, a little winter wren popped up from out of nowhere and started calling back. So that was pretty exciting. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, actually, I did see that on the news that there's been some big population increase this year. Oh, I wouldn't right. be at all surprised. I'm moving this because this is covering your face. And oh, I just okay. <laughs> I want to see you. All right, now I hope I haven't ruined it. Uh, yeah, because we're kind of frozen here. Yeah, I know. Time, we'll find so. out. There we go. That's going to be a little better, and I think we'll be able to see you from from that camera. Why? In a second, thirty second delay up there, and we will see the 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 microphone move. But uh, I'm seeing you move the microphone. So, uh, so it, it, I'm just trying to imagine you uh, during the holiday, and you're and you're telling your friends and your loved ones, and you say, "Hey." Come on out to the sewers and let's watch birds. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. Well, you know, they when you when new birds show up, they assign they assign them to someone. So every time they've assigned someone to my count, 
they're always that person always the next year like I'll see him at the countdown dinner and they've gone oh yeah I was at the arboretum this year like oh, oh, oh yeah I was in the Palos this year they never come back to my session because you get to the dinner and everybody's talking about all the great birds that they saw and then they're they're all like Hmm. Mm. <laughs> but when, but, when but we my, went luckily, out with Judy, uh, I, yeah, I have this very loyal uh, posse of friends that comes with me every year. Aww. So we have a great, uh, we have great fun That's out there. Just yeah. Great. yeah, yeah. And you know, one of the other fun traditions of the count, at least this this Lyle count, is that there's a countdown dinner, and so you go to the dinner and you don't really tell anybody what you've seen. Uh, and uh, you know if you ha- if you have any good birds you keep them quiet and then they count down from the most common to the most rare so uh, mm-hmm. you know it's pretty exciting when you get to the end of the count and see yeah. who's got got those really rare birds. It actually worked. See, we can see <laughs> yeah. you now on Yay. the camera. Oh. See, I wanted people to see Judy uh, <laughs> if, if you're watching on Facebook live and we're experimenting with these cameras here and. Uh, that we just had a, sh- a great shot of the microphone and like a couple of <laughs> eyes peeking out from behind it. So I wanted to fix that. So if folks want to get involved in 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 a bird count. What's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. So you go to this. It's on uh, audubon.org, or you know, you can I think just Google "join a Christmas bird count" and mm-hmm. it'll come up. And mm-hmm. there's a page. Um, and, and we have some could, of those links uh, at right, MikeNovak.net. You can you can yeah. find that there. So yeah. you can explore where the different circles are, see what the dates of the counts are, and then there should be contact information yeah. in there. Now you do spring bird counts as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, where yeah, it's I, warmer. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. The the idea of the spring bird count is a uh, one. It's one day, uh, mm-hmm. um, and it's always really okay. Yeah, it's the, like always a Saturday in early huh. May. It's either mm-hmm. the first or the um, or the second Saturday, and uh, the whole the whole state. You know, people cover the whole state. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I've done the Highland Park bird count several times yeah. in the spring. Yeah, so, but yeah. Oh no, I was just going to ask about the bird count because you can't. It's not obviously because you don't. Um, you're not using scientific methods. You're using sci- uh, citizen scientists. It, there must be a, a calculation, some kind of formula where you can extrapolate the numbers from what from the data you receive, because the data's got to be inconsistent. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, one thing that's interesting is just the presence absence. So, for example, if you look back to the Chicago urban count, yeah. like the first one they did had prairie chickens on it. Mm-hmm. So you know that gives you a sense of yeah. how not going to see those anymore. Huh? Changed, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but the way they um, the way they study that data, you know, and make it more scientific is by doing like a birds per hour count. Mm-hmm. So they average it out, and then they can because of of course the number of people involved has grown so much over the years. So they're finding more birds, but they right. go they go back to this birds per hour. You have to. Re- report how many hours you spend out in the field, and then th- that's how they can compare your. <laughs> and year. I spent the first hour in a sewer, and the yep. second hour. <laughs> then I was right, walking but... around the sewage plant, <laughs> then, right? But you know, we had in the UPS a, store, right? Every year, the results are are interesting. You know, like some things that we've been able to track just on, on the count that I do is the West Nile virus, you know, impact on mm-hmm. birds, right? Ah. The crow numbers just uh, plummeted. Right. How are, uh, have, have they bounced? Recovered. They no. have not? No, they have not, no. Because, I, I, okay, I'm mistaken. I thought I had heard that the crow numbers had bounced back, but they have not, no. huh? Mm-mm. Wow. Yeah. And and what, the, that's got to that's gotta have a chain reaction. 
Right. I mean, what? Yeah. How, what's that affecting here? And, and I imagine that's what scientists are looking at right now. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've never like really seen much discussion of that. But my own pet theory, at least here, because, you know, here in Evanston, uh, it's this it's we're one of the hot spots for West Nile virus. Right. Like, you know, there's still active cases here um, every year. And the crows, you know, have really vanished here in the summer. They like it here in the winter, but in the summer, you, it's really hard to find them. And I th- really think that um, this explosion of rabbits that we've seen is because oh, of the I'm crows, sure it has something you know, the crows to do. Are yeah, not and, and then people do complain about the rabbits. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Right. Uh, well, that's Judy Pollack. And if you want more information about her, you can go to her website, Judy Pollack Consulting, and that is uh, Um And you can find more information. You can also go to the various Audubon sites in Chicago. Chicago Audubon is chicagoaudubon.org. Uh, you can probably go to the, the National Audubon Society, depending on where you're, you're listening, and you can get involved in a Christmas count. Thank you so much. It's so great to see you. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Judy. It's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. Craziness ensues next. (laughs) It's time for Food Drive 2.0. The most popular form of giving in the U.S. is getting a makeover. And the Give Healthy Movement and Amp Your Good are leading the way. It's now possible to donate fresh fruits and vegetables and other healthy foods to those facing hunger in our communities. Here's how it works. You visit the website of your food drive, pick out the healthy items you want to donate, and they do the rest. You get a tax receipt, folks get healthy food. Go to ampyourgood.org or givehealthy.org for details. After a big party is over, the people get to go home, but all the decorations get thrown in the trash. That's why there's random acts of flowers. RAF collects flowers used at weddings, memorial services, and community events, then repurposes them into beautiful bouquets to deliver to people in healthcare facilities. It's a small and simple gesture, but when you see the smiles on people's faces, it's more than worth it. To learn more, call 847-430-4751 or go online at rafchicago.org. Stay in touch with The Mike Novak Show. Find us on Facebook at The Mike Novak Show. Use the Twitter handle at Mike Now. Send us a photo on Instagram at The Mike Novak Show or write to us, mike at mikenovak.net. Speaking of the website, podcasts and blog posts are available every week at mikenovak.net. And while you're there, sign up for those posts and our newsletter on the homepage. And please support the sponsors who support us. Look for logos and specials at mikenovak.net. Being a meteorologist, you see things daily that can be related or not related to climate change. And then you separate that from the climate science and the social policies. So it's almost like teaching three classes. The meteorology, which is short-term, the climate, which is long-term, and then the policy, which is government, whether or not it's federal, state, or local. I'm meteorologist Rick DeMaio. Stick around for some more insight into weather and climate on WCGO 1590, Chicago's Smart Talk. Kmart is more than any store you have known before. Kmart means you get quality. It's friendly and warm and service does not take long. One visit and you will agree. Oh, I found that. This is uh, 1974. 
and it was in a Christmas compilation, and they they had like music from Kmart over the holidays. I went, okay. It's like there's Zare and Venture commercials from the holidays out there, and Radio Shack. Okay, welcome back. Hey, the reason uh, we're well, we're back. Not the reason we're back, but. One of the reasons we're back. One of the reasons is not to sell, and we're getting good likes on the Kmart jingle. (laughs) Love the jingle. Uh, We've got Judy back here in the studio because we we realized during the break we had uh, uh, breaking news. Um, (laughs) That's a five-dinger, six-dinger, because uh, she has something to tell us. I said, you can't leave here, not if we're uh, going to have some breaking news. Let me bring that mic down just a tad. There we go. Uh, what's up, Judy? Yeah, so um, one uh, one other interesting topic related to birds has to do with window collisions. Yes, right? and so, we've talked about it on the mm-hmm, show because they mm-hmm. had that controversy with the Apple Store right. going up on the Chicago River and birds smacking into it. And, you know, how, we couldn't possibly have predicted that if we had lights on the inside and trees <laughs> on the inside of the building and a whole wall that's just glass that birds would actually fly into it. Oh, my goodness. Who could have predicted that? How did Don't that happen? Started. I, I know. Believe me. It's it like, looks so pretty. You know, take, take, your, uh, take your Apple phones and throw them in the river now, okay? <laughs> but uh, some good news on that front. You know, um, Northwestern um, here in Evanston has always had some uh, – big problems with their windows. You know, they're right on the lake. They've got a lot of mirrored buildings, glass building, transparent glass, you know, and for years people have been collecting birds there and talking to them about it and not really getting anywhere. But um, this year, you know, we had someone new move to town who had been involved in um, collect in bird collisions uh, in New York City and then again in North Carolina. And she just really got out and started collecting those birds. Her name is Allison Sloan. And um, in May, she had collected, I think, 85 birds over a three-week period at one building. And um, Northwestern really perked up and took notice, and they have committed to resolving the problems on their campus. And they've already treated two buildings one, this Francis Searle building, which is this mm-hmm. monstrous mi- mirrored building, yeah. and they put um, they put this film over it. You know that it's like a little stripey film, so it's a patterned film, and it doesn't really interfere with the view from the inside. You know, you you see these sort of transparent. Stripes, I'm sure the architect but, um, is weeping, uh, but, but I don't really right. care. I <laughs> right, tell you the truth. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and in that particular case. It, it's an old building, and aesthetically, I think it hasn't aged really well. So I don't think they care ah, that much, you know, about putting this, this point, film yeah, on it, yeah. right? And and people from inside the building were this. Allison Sloan is the person who I was talking about. She brought them cookies uh, this week, and people inside the building were say were so thankful because you know they're hearing these birds dying all the time. Oh my goodness! And then also, if you know this, so when they, did this go up? Uh, just the past uh, few months. Uh, so it yeah. just went up. So yeah, and they've also been treated treating uh, selected spots at this new Kellogg Center, this big new mm-hmm. mirrored Kellogg Center. And then, if you know this other one that they're building right at the lake, this football practice facility, they've committed to you know 
to using actually bird friendly glass. These other these other ones are retrofits right. going back That's and putting a new film building. on. So. Yeah, so the new ones you have to do that. And, and you right, know, and if you're right. Northwestern University, you uh, allegedly with the best and the brightest, right. you cannot put these buildings on the lake and have these glass walls and let birds slam into them. So. Right. Well, you can, but I think that's they've McCormick committed Place. not to. Yeah. So yeah. that's awesome. That uh, is really wonderful news. news. Well, yep. thank you yeah. for and sticking you around. you heard it here first. <laughs> All right. You heard it on the Mike Novak show that, how would you, you couch, what would be your headline? <laughs> Northwestern solves bird problem. Well, yeah, what, there what? you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Northwestern commits to solving, uh, to Makes reducing bird, bird mortality. Safe. How about that? How about that? Good for them. Well, so yeah, well, we'll have to have somebody from Sustain NU on. Uh huh. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and from Bird Friendly Evanston, so mm-hmm. that's the group that's working on. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right. Perfect. All right. Well, get out of here. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, that's Judy Pollock again. If you want more information on her, you can go to her business, which is Judy Pollock Consulting, and again, that is jpbobolink.com. B O B O L I N K dot com. Uh, also, you can go to Audubon. Uh, Chicago Audubon Society, and that is uh, chicagoaudubon.org if you want to find more information about bird counts. Or go to mikenovak.net. We've got the uh, the information up there on the website. All right. As we uh, lurch toward the <laughs> 10 o'clock hour, the reason I wanted to, to get her uh, out of here is because we got we actually have to do some prep. I mean, I have to, like, get centered here to do uh, this. You going to start meditating? No, not anything like that. <laughs> I actually just want to find, you know, the scripts. And ah. I, I, got them, I got them tucked away someplace, and I saw Mr. Cowgill just came in the building. Ron Cowgill is in the house. Bill Turk is in the house. Uh, we're going to do the 10-minute version of It's a Wonderful Life, which I call It's a Wonderful Slice of It's a Wonderful Life. Those of you watching on Facebook, <clears throat> excuse me, you have to tell your friends and um, they have to uh, join us here because you're not going anywhere. It's snowing out there. You're sitting home. You're with a cup of coffee and you're you're watching Probably it snow. eating Christmas cookies already. I hope so. And uh, you should tune in. It's a tradition that I've revived after four years uh, in the uh, audio wilderness. And so uh, it's it's back and uh, very excited about it. Have you been rehearsing mm-hmm. like a good little girl? Mm-hmm. You know, I added uh, extra roles for you. You saw that, I, I hope. I saw. Yeah. Can you cry on demand? We'll see. Can, can you scream on demand? We'll see. Can you sing on we'll demand? We'll see. <laughs> Alan! Alan! Wait. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that. That will be the rescue for all of us. Uh, you stare at Cowgill, he's not doing his line. Ellen! Uh, yeah, we just, uh, we just bring this up. Ellen! 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 Al! Ellen! But can he do that to Buffalo Gals? Or can he do this? Ow! 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 See! Ow! 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 Ellen! Oh, 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 Steve! Alan! Alan! Shut up, Wesley! <laughs> okay. So oh, there you go. Poor listeners. Uh, uh, you guys a new toy. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you got to be careful when you give it to us because it just gets played over and over and over and over again. So, yes, uh, we will be doing the 10 minute version of It's a Wonderful Life. If we have time, I might even do a, a dramatic reading of yeah. uh, the night you before. You have to. Well, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to have time now because we actually did serious stuff in the first hour. I was counting on just blowing off the whole show and just uh, just being stupid. 
but uh, we actually had uh, real information out here. So uh, that's, that takes up my valuable stupid time. Uh, but that's the way it goes. Uh, and if Mr. DeMaio explaining all this white stuff coming yeah, down and, outside. Yeah, and Rick DeMaio will be here in the second hour as well. Um, we tried to get him into the studio. He was having none of it. I don't think he wants, <laughs> I don't think he wants to be associated with us. So, uh, yeah, that's okay. So, uh, yeah, welcome. And, uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, uh, what we're going to do, uh, when we get to no name news at the top of the hour here is, uh, bring in, uh, our guests, uh, I guess, Bill Turk from, uh, Playtime mm-hmm. with, uh, Sid and Bill featuring Carrie Kendall brought his own pillow. Because I'm because he said I woke him up early. I have no idea what that means, but that's that's what he said. And he's got his stocking cap. And he's got his stocking cap. And I don't know if Ron's got a stocking cap, but I we can give him antlers Mm -hmm. and And a a nose nose. and a nose if uh, if he'll wear it. I kind of doubt that he will. And then uh, Kathleen's here to take some to document this and take a a few photos (laughs) because um, this will be used against us in a court of law. uh, I'm sure in the future. So stick around for the second hour. It's a wonderful slice of It's a Wonderful Life featuring, oh yeah, I didn't even call it, it's the uh, Not Even Ready for Weekend uh, Smart smart Talk talk Players. players. Yeah, Not Even Ready for Weekend Smart Talk Players. Coming up, stick around. Captain's log, stardate 42326.1. The Enterprise is under attack by an apparently hostile life form. Mr. Wolf, status report. They appear to be perambulating vegetables. We are being stalked by stalks of asparagus. That is incorrect, Mr. Wolf. Mr. Data, be more specific. Asparagus officinalis, or killer asparagus, was the subject of a very popular 21st century tome by the brilliant author Mike Novak. Mike Novak. I'm familiar with his work. Of course. Attack of the Killer Asparagus is required reading at Starfleet Academy. Tell me more, Mr. Data. He has been variously compared to Mark Twain, Dave Barry, and Gwynok of Ninglador. Captain, shields are failing. Thank you, Mr. Wolf. Mr. Data, options. Captain, it seems to be available online at aroundtheblockpress.com. What do they have to say? Hmm. It appears that Mike Novak is a slapstick every gardener, taking all our self-delusions, mishaps, and confusions, and playing them for big laughs. That's not very helpful, Mr. Data. No, it is, however, highly accurate. Welcome to the second hour of the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. Call us with your questions and comments at 847-475-1590. Here they are again, Peggy Malecki and Mike Novak. Whenever my head starts to hurt, before it goes from bad to feeling worse, I turn off my phone, I get down low, and put my hands in Welcome dirt. back to the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. This is the special... Holiday edition of the show, and in this hour, we feature the Not Even Ready for Weekends Smart Talk Players. <laughs> and that's, uh, well, there they are. The, the, audi- the auditions were brutal, and I, I truly appreciate you selecting me for this process. They were brutal. They, they, Just getting out of bed was brutal. Uh, you know, <laughs> and uh, it was all about, uh, uh, well, never mind. I was going to mention the casting couch and stuff, but that's it, that's it, just, like, know. totally oh, wrong. That's so wrong. Wah, right. wah. Wah, wah. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, wait, you've got, okay, you don't, I, we offered antlers to uh, yeah. Ron Cowgill. Yeah. That's not happening, but I'm going to 
I need to put this on. Not an antlers once. guy, are you? No, I don't uh, think so. No. And, and you can see Bill Turk. Uh, so Ron Calgill yeah. and Bill Turk, uh, and Ron is from Mighty House uh, Home Improvement Radio. Yeah, put the no, no, don't put, hide your face. Does he with go it. like that. There we go. No, you don't want to hide that, your face. You want so to get. Yeah, I know. Perfect. <laughs> and uh, Bill Turk uh, from uh, Playtime with Sid and Bill, featuring there. Carrie Kendall, and uh, they're going to help. And his pillow. <laughs> he brought his, pillow. his pillow. He's already. Coming out of bed. He's used the joke many times today already, and uh, he will continue to use it. So I got to play something. I- I'm warning folks who have kids listening right now because I have to play something that I annually do on my show. Uh-oh. Maybe you should wear that. I'll put that right. Yeah, put that there. That's what, it, is it big enough? Watch me pull a rabbit out of my head. Watch me pull a cowgill out of my head. But I'm bum, 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 bum. Uh, this is something I, I I play uh annually on the show and i warn parents if they've got kids of a certain age yes get them out of the room okay turn down the radio for about a minute or two okay all right because uh but i have to play this because uh this is you just like it too much i just like it too much can bill listen uh bill can listen (laughs) you know i mean it means you gotta pay attention all right okay are we ready here let's uh is it fired up okay on, on the big CD machine, we're going to play this. Santa Claus is a lie. He's a big, fat, red-faced lie. He's a roly-poly lie in a big red suit. He's a jolly old lie in big black boots. Oh, Santa Claus is a lie. Every jolly Santa you see is a regular human like you and me. He's just an old man in a rented suit. Slaves don't fly and big fat guys don't fit very nimbly down the chimbley. Santa Claus is a lie. Okay, there we go. Oh, I had to get it I'm out crushed. there. I know. Thank you, Mike Novak. <laughs> uh, I suspected I, something. I wasn't sure, though, but thank you. <laughs> now you know for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, it's it's like me. It, it took me to a certain age. Um, Fourteen or fifteen, and yeah. I kind of figured it out, and uh, uh-huh. there we go. So just uh, letting letting folks know, um, and uh, you know, we're just uh, that's that's kind of the way the holiday show rolls here. So are you guys ready? Have you you've rehearsed your your parts, and we're ready to do this. I I, I have to warn everybody when we come back from the commercial break, we're just going to kind of launch into this. Okay. And it's the ten minute version. It actually it's going to be like more twelve or maybe even thirteen, but uh, we'll see what it we're, takes. We're not going to. Take a run. Oh, 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 we're gonna take a running. We're gonna, yeah, we're take gonna a running we're gonna stab at it. Jump, jump off the cliff. Okay, okay, and what? go for, and go for it. Because we're supposed to do it in ten minutes, right? Yeah, that's the goal. It's ten. like as fast as you can do it. Okay, um, that's a different time zone. And yes. <laughs> uh, so I'm hoping that uh, that uh, folks uh, can keep up. Uh, but I just assigned the parts yesterday, so it ought to be interesting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, and I because I didn't know who was going to be here. Actually, I knew Peggy was going to be here, and uh-huh. I kind of knew you guys would, uh, but I thought maybe there might be other people. So I've assigned a bunch of roles. So who are you playing there, uh, Bill Turk? Who am I not playing? Yeah, that's a good um, question. Typecast again. I'm playing God. Yeah. Um, so uh, God. Uh, who else do I got? Uh, uh, Little Petey. Little Pete. Um, mean guy. Mean guy. Man. Yeah. Uh, man one actually. Ron is man two. Uh, and Harry. And Harry! Martini. Harry! Martini. How can I forget Martini? I don't know. I, uh, uh, 
<laughs> Me and Giuseppe Martini, I own the house. See, that's yeah, what I yeah, think. That's how he goes. Does it? Right. And, and Ron, who are you playing? Let, let's see. I've got. I know you got Uncle Billy. Yeah, I got. I think Peter, he's Zuzu. Peter, ba- yeah, I'm that. <laughs> Peter uh, Bailey. I, I'm a salesman. Peter yeah. Bailey. Uh, Uncle Billy. Uh, I'm I'm a man also. I don't know if we're the same man. Maybe we should check that. We're a different man. We are, a and I'll explain man. that to you later on after the show. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I, and I'm I've, I've actually I'm a man again, Uncle Billy. Yeah, that's so that's about it. And then yeah. Zuzu's pedals thingy or yeah. whatever that is. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're Zuzu. Uh huh. Okay, good. Right. Zuzu. And, and Ron Cowgill as Zuzu. Zuzu. <laughs> Starring. Uh, Hi, Daddy. Uh, <laughs> Okay, and uh, Peggy, you're, of course, playing Mary. And, and I, I just learned I was playing Violet. Yes, you're playing Violet. <laughs> and uh, you're Janie, too, aren't you? Janie and, and um, yeah. yeah, used to so miscellaneous the, the, kids. The kids uh, yeah, when we have kids, when it says kids' noise, we need people go, yeah, daddy, daddy, daddy. Daddy, daddy. daddy, daddy. Uh-oh, there's that music. That means when we come back in two minutes. They're all leaving. Uh, <laughs> the engineer staff. Yes. Yeah, they're gone. <laughs> Bye. He's just waving goodbye. Stand by for It's a Wonderful Slice of It's a Wonderful Life, featuring the not-even-ready-for-weekend Smart Talk players. All coming up next on The Mike Novak Show with Peggy Millett. Have you ever walked into a hair salon and been overwhelmed by the smell of chemicals? Well, that's never going to happen at Organic Roots Ego Salon. They use only the safest, most natural professional hair products available to make sure you get great color results that last and won't harm the environment or you. Their salon products and services are free from ammonia, formaldehyde, and other toxins typically found in hair color, perms, and keratin smoothing treatments. Organic Roots also offers a complete menu of safe straightening treatments, including the non-toxic Magic Sleek and Cezanne keratin smoothing products that let you shampoo the same day. They even repurpose hair clippings, recycle product containers, and use LED lighting. Now that's green. Walk into 21st Century Hair Care for women and men at Organic Roots Eco Salon, 3417 Dempster in Skokie. Book your appointment at organicrootsecosalon.com or call 847-423-2653. Health and beauty. You no longer have to sacrifice one for the other. Here's the bad news. One out of every six Americans doesn't know where their next meal will come from. So what's the good news? You can help. This year, instead of decorating your holiday table with flowers, use an arrangement of fresh, uncut fruits and veggies, which can be then donated to a local food pantry. Share a photo of your centerpiece with the hashtag AmpleCenterpiece, and you could win a $50 gift certificate to Gardner's Supply Company. Go to ampleharvest.org holiday to learn more. Are you ready to take your holiday giving to a new level? Get involved with the Give Healthy movement. Here's how it works. You visit the webpage of the drive you want to support. Pick out the food items you want to buy. They'll deliver them for you once the drive is over. You get a tax receipt. Folks get healthy food. Boom, done. They'll also work with your organization or food drive. Go to ampyourgood.org or givehealthy.org for details. that because uh, 
That's my uh, all-time favorite uh, Christmas carol. Uh, oh, look at this! <laughs> and Peggy juggling noses, uh, kind They're of. Too light. They are too light, aren't they? Yep. Wow. Okay, get get the woman some oranges in here. <laughs> we need uh, we need her to do some juggling. All right, welcome, ladies and genomes, uh, to uh, it's a wonderful slice of it's a wonderful life. And once again, as I mentioned before, it is featuring, and I always forget the name because I just made it up yesterday. So that's why I have to. Uh, Make sure I go to the cheat sheet here. The Not Even Ready for Weekend Smart Talk Players featuring <laughs> uh, Bill Turk and Ron Calgill and Peggy Malecki and, of course, your genial host, Mike Novak. So uh, if if hey, Randall, if we if we haven't finished this and we're getting to the break, can you delay the break? Is that even possible? Can't oh. stop the machine. All right, here we go. So we got we, we got to get this done. Everybody got your scripts ready? You guys ready for this? Me, 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 me. Uh, for the first time in four years, live on radio, it's a wonderful slice of It's a Wonderful Life. Hello, Joseph. Trouble? A lot of people are asking for help for a man named George Bailey. Joseph? Send for Clarence. You sent for me, sir? Yes, Clarence. A man down on earth needs our help. Sir, if I should accomplish this mission, might I perhaps win my wings? Clarence, you do a good job with George Bailey, and you'll get your wings. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. See the town? Hey, who's that? That's your problem, George Bailey. That's him when he was 12. Help, George, help! Hang on, Harry! George saved his brother's life that day. Mr. Potter! Who's that? That's Henry F. Potter, the richest and meanest man in the county. Mr. Potter, what makes you such a hard-scald character? You can't begin to spend all the money you've got. Oh, I suppose I should give it to miserable failures like you and that idiot brother of yours to spend for me. He's not a failure. You're not. You're the biggest man in town. Bigger than him. Bigger than everybody. George Bailey, I'll love you till the day I die. Hello, Mr. Gower. <laughs> Don't hit my sorrier again. Don't hit my sorrier again. Genuine English cowhide combination lock. Fit it up with brushes, combs. No, 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 no. I, I want a big one. What'd you stop it for? I want you to take a good look at that face. Who is it? George Bailey. Good afternoon, Mr. Bailey. Hello, Violet. Hey, you look good. That's some dress you got on there. Why, this old thing? Why, I only wear it when I don't care how I look. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, my last meal at the old Bailey boarding house. You wouldn't consider coming back to the building and loan, would you? I want to do something big and something important. Pop, I think I'll get dressed and go over to Harry's party. Yeehaw! Uh-oh, Sam Wainwright. Well, hello. Hello. And dance by the light of the moon. Ah, oh, hot dog, just like an organ. Mary, I know what I'm going to do tomorrow and the next day and the next year and the year after that. I'm shaking the dust of this crummy little town off my feet and I'm going to see the world. George, come on home, quick. Your father's had a stroke. Now we come to the real purpose of this meeting, to appoint a successor to our dear friend, Peter Bailey. 
Therefore, Mr. Chairman, I make a motion to dissolve this institution and turn its assets and liabilities over to the receiver. Just remember this, Mr. Potter, that this rabble you're talking about, they do most of the working and paying and living and dying in this community. Well, is it too much to have them work and pay and live and die in a couple of decent rooms and a bath? Anyway, my father didn't think so. People were human beings to him, but to you, a warped, frustrated old man, they're cattle. Sentimental hogwash. George, they voted Potter down. They've appointed George here, the executive secretary, to take his father's place. I'm leaving. I'm leaving right now. I'm going to school. This is my last chance. Uncle Billy here. He's your man. My wild Irish rose. I'm all right. I'm all right. I know. I know. He didn't go. That's right. Oh, hello, Mary. I just happened to be passing by. Yes, so I noticed. Well, are you coming in or aren't you? Well, I'll come in for a minute. Would you like to sit down? All right, for a minute. Would you rather leave? Now, you listen to me. I don't want any plastics, and I don't want any ground floors, and I don't want to get married ever to anyone. You understand that? I want to do what I want to do, and you're... and you're... Oh, Mary, Mary. George, George, George. Don't look now, but there's something funny going on over there at the bank, George. I've never really seen one, but that's got all the earmarks of being a run. If you close your doors before 6 p.m., you will never reopen. Three, two, one, bingo! We made it! Close the door, we made it. Look, look, we're still in business. We still got two bucks left. A toast, a toast to Mama Dollar and a Papa Dollar. If you want to keep this old building alone in business, you better have a family real quick. I own the house, me, Giuseppe Martini. I own my own house. Bailey family's been a boil on my neck long enough. Uh, I suppose I'll find out sooner or later, but just what exactly did you want to see me about? The point is, I want to hire you. George, I'll start you out at $20,000 a year. The answer's no. No, doggone it. You, you sit around here and you spin your little webs and you think the whole world revolves around you and your money? Well, it doesn't, Mr. Potter. In the In the whole vast configuration of things, I'd say you were nothing but a scurvy little spider. And that goes for you, too. Now you've probably guessed that George never leaves Bedford Falls. No. Joseph, now show him what happened today. $8,000. Whoops. We've got to find that money. I'm no good to you. Where's that money, you silly, stupid old fool? Where's that money? You realize what this means? It means bankruptcy and scandal and prison. One of us is going to jail. Well, it's not going to be me. Hello, darling. Hello, Daddy. Must she keep playing that? Daddy, the Browns next door have a new car. You should see it. Well, what's the matter with our car? Isn't it good enough for you? Hello, Mrs. Welsh? Say, what kind of a teacher are you anyway? Hello, who's this? Oh, Mr. Welsh. Okay, that's fine, Mr. Welsh. Give me a chance to tell you what I really think of your wife. Daddy? How do you spell hallelujah? How should I know? What do you think I am, a dictionary? Tommy, stop that. Stop it. Janie, haven't you learned that silly tune yet? You play it over and over again. Now stop it. Stop it. Well, what's the matter with everybody? Janie, go on. I told you to practice. Now go on. Play. Oh, Daddy. <laughs> Must you torture the children? Is Daddy in trouble? Yes, Pete. I'm in trouble, Mr. Potter. I've got to raise $8,000 immediately. 
You once called me a warp-frustrated old man. What are you but a warp-frustrated young man? But I tell you what I'm going to do for you, George. I'm going to swear out a warrant for your arrest, misappropriation of funds, malfeasance, manipulation. Why you drink so much, my friend? Please go home, Mr. Bailey. This is Christmas Eve. Bailey? Next time you talk to my wife like that, you'll get worse. Now look what you did. My great-grandfather planted this tree. Come back here, you drunken fool. Hey, what's the matter with you? Look where you're going. Help! Help! Well, uh, who are you then? Clarence Oddbody, AS2. AS2? What's that AS2? Angel, second class. Well, why'd you want to save me? Oh, that's what I was sent down for. I'm your guardian angel. Well, you look about like the kind of an angel I'd get. What'd you say? I said I wish I'd never been born. Oh, no, you mustn't say that. Wait, wait a minute. Joseph? You've got your wish. You've never been born. Well, what I need is a couple of good stiff drinks. How about you, Angel? You, you want a drink? <laughs> uh, where's my car? I beg your pardon? My car, my car. I'm the fellow that owns the car that ran into your tree. You must mean two other trees. You had me worried. One of the oldest trees in Pottersville. Pottersville? Why, you mean Bedford Falls. I mean Pottersville. Oh, come on, Gabriel. Clarence! Uh, Clarence. Clarence. Uh-oh. Every time you hear a bell ring, it means that some angels just got his wings. That does it. Out, you two pixies. Go through the door or out the window. Get me. I'm giving out wings. <laughs> You're crazy. That's what I think. You're screwy. You're driving me crazy, too. I'm seeing things here. I'm going home and see my wife and family. You understand that? And I'm going home alone. Ernie, take me home. I'm going off my nut. Where do you live? Well, now, doggone it, Ernie. Don't you start pulling that stuff. You know where I live. 320 Sycamore. Now, hurry up. All right, all right. 320 Sycamore? Bert, what's happened to this house? Where's Mary? Where's my kids? Watch him, Bert. Bert! Ernie, what's the matter with you two guys? You you, you were on my wedding night. You, you, you Both of you stood out there on the porch and sung to us. Don't you remember? <whistles> Mother, this is... This is George... I thought sure you'd remember me. All I know is that this should be Bailey Park. But where are the houses? Gone. Where's Harry? Dead. Where's Mary? Virgin. Uh, you're not going to like it, George. Where's Mary? Where is she? Where is she? She's just about to close up the library. Ah, uh, there must be some easier way for me to get my wings. Mary. Mary, it's George. Don't you know me? What's happened to us? I don't know you. Let me go. Mary, please. Oh, don't do this to me. Please, Mary, help me. Where's our kids? I need you, Mary. Stand back. Help me, Clarence, please. I want to live again. Please, help me. George, hey, what's the matter? Now get out of here, Bert, or I'll hit you again. Get out of here. What the Sam Hill are you yelling for, George? Bert, do you know me? Hey, your mouth's bleeding. Are you sure you're all right? <laughs> My mouth's bleeding, Bert! My mouth's bleeding! Zuzu's pedals! Zuzu! There they are! Bert! What do you know about that? Merry Christmas! Yay!
Old Bedford Falls. Merry Christmas, Movie House. Merry Christmas, Emporium. Merry Christmas, you wonderful old building and loan. Hey, Merry Christmas, Mr. Potter. Happy New Year to you in jail. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Daddy. It's J.D. Tommy. Daddy! Suzu, my little ginger snap, how do you feel? Fine, not a smidge of temperature. George! Oh, let me touch you. Are you real? You have no idea what's happened to me. Oh, come on, George. Come on downstairs. Hey, come in, Uncle Billy, everybody! Hey, Mary did it, George. Mary did it. She told some people you were in trouble. They scoured around town collecting money. Harry! A toast to my big brother, George, the richest man in town. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Look, Daddy, teachers say every time a bell rings, angels get their wings. That's right. That's right. boy, Clarence. Should old acquaintance be forgot and Yourselves around All right. What's our time? Do we know what the time was? It, it was, That was pretty good. That went pretty fast. You did it with two minutes to spare. Wow. Ooh, encore, encore. Two there we go. Oh, another Are we doing the wing. dirty version for the Facebook Live? Yes, people we'll do only? the dirty version in 60 seconds. Here we go. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, just for the, the Facebook Live. Yeah, okay, folks. So uh, there you have it. <sighs> Okay, now that we got that out of the way. And Done. the engineers are awake. Yeah. Right. They didn't fall asleep. Uh, yeah. They <laughs> were actually. killed me when, my, when you guys started singing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we didn't even rehearse it. I got to tell you something. That went so much better than it had any right to. That <laughs> 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 was just totally on the fly. So, And I could have parceled out some more, but, you know. You know, I'm the star of the it's, show. It's so Mike Novak show. Yeah, yeah, it's right. You gotta, you know, and I, and I've been doing this for 20 years, so I got the voices down. So you right. got you got to work on that. Thank you, guys. That uh-huh. was that was amazing. Hey, that we're was... getting lots of likes up there on Facebook. Are we? Are we getting oh, likes? Thank see, you. You, get, you get all the thumbs going through there, like that. Yeah, see, the, the thumbs yeah, it's, go through. Yeah, it's kind of the the lighter thing. Uh-huh. It's, it's like a freebird thing. Yeah, yeah. Either that or they is? want us to hit the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get it. freebird. <laughs> so, so what exactly did you bring your pillow for? He's taking a nap back there. I, when I came in, he was back there taking a nap. He was on the couch and back, oh. sleeping. I didn't know this was going to be in the second hour. I showed up in the first hour. Yeah. I, you know, I'm sorry about that. Well, that's that's all right. Right. I, I just said, I think the email said show up anytime during the 9 o'clock hour. <laughs> right. You just happened to show up at 845. So, right. you he, know, he was here when I got here this yeah, morning. Yeah. Trying to get into character. Yeah. Well, oh, wow. Well, you did a good job. You, you, you know, you play God very well. I'm not sure. My wife tells me that. Yeah. <laughs> she says it far more sarcastically, though. <laughs> I, actually, I had a dirty joke in mind when you said it, but that's, uh, again, we're, this is a family we're, we're show. Lying. So, so. Uh, hang around, you guys, uh, for the next segment. Um, we, uh, we, we, Do it we, again? No. No, no. I once a year is enough, don't you think? <laughs> He's exhausted. Yeah, exactly. I can't. I, I, I got. I'm spent. I have nothing left in the tank here. Yeah. Uh, but I know. I'm going to talk about uh, your shows and uh, and 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 you've got holiday stuff coming up there, Mister. I Tur- do. Um, and we will preview that uh, when we come back. And Mister. Um, Kyle Gill, we can talk. Uh, aren't you? Uh, did, yours was was yours recorded yesterday? No. Oh, you no. guys were live. Yeah, yeah they were no. live. 
I know. I was up really late the night before. So, just so early. you know, our, Facebook didn't work in our first hour, the entire first hour, ah. just so oh, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I heard you this morning. And so. actually, somebody liked your Zuzu voice. <laughs> oh, really? Facebook. I yes. liked your Zuzu voice, okay, too. Good. I thought it was awesome. I'll never think of you ever again. <laughs> <laughs> the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki will have more when we return. Stick around. Did you know it can take up to three liters of water to produce just one liter of bottled water? In a Green Diva Minute, you'll learn more and be on your way to living a deeper shade of green. Over 22 billion water bottles end up in landfills each year, and far too many end up in our oceans and waterways. According to the Environmental Working Group, about 40% of bottled water is actually regular tap water that may or may not have gotten any additional treatment. They also confirmed there was at least 38 different low-level contaminants in bottled water and an average of eight chemicals. So, ditch the plastic water bottles, folks. Choose to filter water and use reusable bottles for your own health and to reduce plastic waste in landfills. I'm Green Diva Meg. Please visit thegreendivas.com to find useful Green Diva podcasts, videos, and, of course, lots of low-stress ways to live a deeper shade of green. If you garden in or around Chicago and you don't have a subscription to Chicagoland Gardening Magazine, I'm a little worried about you. That's because you're missing out on not only the garden magazine for our region, but one of the best gardening magazines in the country. Every issue features spectacular photos, as well as articles by noted horticultural authorities, nursery owners, state extension agents, master gardeners, and more. There are columns like Ask the Garden Pros, Regional Reports, and What to Do in the Garden. Of course, there's my column on the inside back page of every issue, but into each life a little rain must fall. Chicagoland Gardening Magazine, a publication of state-by-state gardening magazines. On newsstands everywhere, but go to chicagolandgardening.com and get a subscription. If you're in other parts of the Midwest or the South, try one of the 21 magazines in those regions by going to statebystategardening.com or call 888-265-3600. 888-265-3600. What is this place? You're in uncharted territory. What do you mean? Where are we? I don't know if you've heard this. I don't know what it is. Tell us. All right, you got to catch this. This is very funny. This is an outtake from Derbingle. Mm-hmm. Yeah meaning Bing Crosby, and the Andrews sisters. Part of that is not him going up and then the Andrew sisters being completely flummoxed. It's the fact that the band just keeps playing. It's right. like we're gonna we're gonna go all the way through. And that, they were those things were done live at those mm-hmm. times. So that was just do an, it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> and it was just another take. And so you know they went back and they did another take and they did just as many takes as they needed to do until they got it right. But I, <laughs> I love that, uh, especially when he goes. 
Holy Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. Very nice Ad-libbing. there, uh, Bing Crosby. Uh, uh, we're back in the studio. Peggy Malecki and uh, Ron Cogill from uh, Mighty House Home Improvement Radio and Bill Turk from uh, Playtime with uh, Sid and Bill featuring Carrie Kendall uh, right here, both shows right here on WCGO Chicago Smart Talk. In fact, they happen to be the not even ready for weekend Smart Talk players. That, that, yeah. yeah. So, Excellent. Uh, um, I think we all need T-shirts for that. Uh-huh. I think so. I think we're going to do this. So uh, you did a live show. You're going to do a live show on New Year's Eve as well, Ron, or not? Actually, we're going to uh, – we don't have best of. There's no such thing. But <laughs> I know. We, we, what we do is we just do a, a recycled show. So we're going to do a recycled show next Saturday. Uh, That's what we're doing. We're going to be... reuse and recycle the yes. Mighty House Home Improvement That's right. Show. We're so, going to be here live uh, because we don't know how to put together a recycled show. It's easy. So what we're doing is we're just going to replay a previous show, the entire oh, thing. Oh, there yeah. you go. It, that makes and it that's easy. on Saturday. Yeah. yeah, that's on Saturday. From 7 to 10. Correct. Yeah, Saturday, 7 so, to 10 right here on WC. What we're going to rerun is the uh, uh, it's the all-women show where we talk oh, about yeah. women's cool. construction and all that good stuff. Good for you. That's a good so, one. That was really fun. So that way we'll rerun that from, I believe, August 5th. Yeah. So uh, what's uh, Playtime with Sid and Bill featuring Carrie Kendall doing this afternoon? This afternoon, uh, we've got a kind of a two-part show. The first part of the show will be Carrie and I. Um, we're going to talk about uh, some publishing scams as author, uh-huh. uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Um, uh, asparagus. Is, uh, asparagus, I'm sorry. <laughs> Attack of the Killer, thinking of the movie. Attack um, of the Killer Tomatoes. Attack of the Killer Asparagus. Um, you're, you're self-published as well. And um, there are a lot of scams out there. So we're going to talk about that. The second hour we're doing, uh, we're, I'm talking about a real-life Christmas miracle uh, in a time of war. Yeah, because you, you have stories to tell. You've been in war zones and, yeah. and seen some amazing things. And, uh, well, that's cool. But I also understand that you've done a special for WCGO. Yes, uh, coming up this afternoon after our show, we've got eight comedians, local comics, uh, who are going to be taking on the uh, the issues of the year um, in a year-end review special, the very first mm-hmm. one that's happened here at WCGO, including embedded in that, uh, and and by the way, shout out to uh, to Randall, our, our engineer and producer on that. There you um, go, you got to get yourself your own ding. We have an all-women's <laughs> forum talking about the the... the, the, the segment is called you can't touch this our scandalous year in review and they're going to be um it it's it's just the women alone talking about uh sexual harassment and all that okay i gotta i gotta and we're getting a thumbs up on that so very cool and what time does that start uh it starts at four o'clock today Right after our show. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Uh, that's where I got to ask you, how do you find the time and the energy to do that? I mean, I can't, I can barely do two hours here. On you know, Sunday I just, work. I set these guys off and got out of the way, basically, was, was how, how we did it. Sort of like, uh, yeah, it, it was sort of like dealing with a, with a wild lion or a room of them. You know, you just kind of throw in the red meat and step out of the way and, and take off. And they did a fantastic job. It's Excellent. hilarious. Um, it's, it, it deconstructs the news and the issues of, of 2017 mm-hmm. and some predictions for 2018 in a way that only comics can do. Yeah, <laughs> and because they can get away with it. And, you know, kudos <laughs> to WCGO management uh-huh. uh, for allowing you to do that and allowing us to be here because uh, we're kind of taking over the weekends, <laughs> yeah. aren't we? We're just sort of... Uh, you know, we we lock the door on the weekends and we don't let the staff in and uh, we can chair up under the under the yeah, knob. Yeah. yeah. So um, and uh, I'm looking forward to you know, are you going to do a live show for the new year? By the way, 
We are not. So we're going to. So re- we're the only ones going to be here live, Peggy. What? What? Are, did we not get the memo or something? What's what? the deal? <laughs> I, I can I can show you how to do it. Just just <laughs> all you do is send an email to the to the management people. You know, send it to yeah. Kevin and everybody, and then say I want to rerun this show. Yeah, you're done. You know if. If we were going to do it, we would rerun this show, the one we just did. This okay. would be so. If I decide not to be here next uh, Sunday, <laughs> you hear this again. Th- this is the show you're going to hear again. Yeah. Actually, so. I well, think we were talking about getting to a lot of the things we haven't talked about. Yeah, all we're year. we're actually going to do sort of a year end thing next week on uh, uh, New Year's Eve uh, because there are just a lot of issues that in two hours you just can't cover. There's so much going on in the world of the environment i mean even even that small area and 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 as you know from watching uh politics uh yeah now we're sort of covering it because the epa is being dismantled in front of our very eyes but a year ago when people were running for office this never came up it never came up you know either left or right nobody cared nobody brought up the environment and what was going to happen and now we see What's happening is, yeah, we're just dismantling our protections in, in the United States. Well, I read, Yay. I read an article where the EPA, uh, the people that are working there, are leaving in droves mm-hmm. because yes. they just they can't deal with it. I meant to or, post that. Or they've that. been reassigned to that things would, that have nothing to do with Well, that's yeah. on purpose to get yes. them to resign yeah. out of frustration. Right? I'm trying had, to look... I was going to say, I'm, I'm trying to look on the bright side of all this. I think the nuclear winter is going to be enough of an offset for global warming that we're going to be just fine. I so. think you're right. Just get those clouds. We'll accept that. We'll get the clouds up there, and then, you know, you'll get it wrong. We'll turn into Venus, and then then there goes that theory. It just goes down the drain. So, we, you know, so we'll have temperatures on the surface hot enough to melt lead. And um, SBF 3300. <laughs> and we'll still be Facebook living it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like I don't know why the Facebook's not working. It's the is it the temperature? I'm not sure. <laughs> what, what what's going on here? So yeah, so we will. We that's what we're going to be doing next week. We uh, I'm actually kind of excited about that because we bring in guests all the time, and I keep telling Peggy. I say sometimes we just need to turn on the microphone. And talk about the, you know, just have the cheat sheet in front of you. Go, okay, here's this issue happening. Here's this issue happening. Um, I mean, even talking like we had Judy Pollack on in the first hour talking about citizen science, science in general, just getting people to um, to engage mm-hmm. in in that. So, and wait a second. As long as it's not fact-based. Uh, because what's really important. No diversity. In, What's important in the world is science. All right. So, uh, uh, and there's so many ways people can engage, and and I hope they do this year. You know, not just uh, in terms of the science, but politically and socially. And um, I mean, it sounds it sounds like we're doing a year end sort of wrap up right now, but uh, it is for you guys because uh, mm-hmm. you guys won't be around. Well, you you still got this afternoon, Bill, mm-hmm. but. Uh, um, uh, we've checked out. We're gone. You're gone. <laughs> <laughs> the tool belt's hung up. It's it's hanging in the van. It's it's done. Okay, but I have. But as you can see, it's snowing outside. Rick DeMaio, yep. our meteorologist, and another reason Bill Turk is here because um, he's a, a Bill. I, I'm sorry, a Rick DeMaio stalker. Yes, I am. Uh, Ooh, yeah. He's total stalker. Total weather geek. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. And uh, so is Randall. Uh, yeah. So, you know, there are so many people who love that. They just love mm-hmm. it when he comes in and tells us uh, uh, about how weather and climate connect. And 
snow outside right now has nothing to do with anything except that it's December 24th. It should be yeah, snowing. Yeah, and it should be snowing, and I'm so glad it is. Yep. Finally, we, we got a white Christmas. Uh-huh. It's like, on the money. Hey, Rick, nice job, dude. It's like, <laughs> right on the money. You, you know, three-point landing here on uh, December 24th. The, the past two Christmases, I've been able to go out on a motorcycle ride. Yeah. yeah. You know who was talking about that this morning? is Mike Jackson. Yeah. On the way, and I was listening to Mike Jackson. He was, was saying, he out yeah. fishing? And I've just decided, yeah. He uh, Well, he had the pole in the back of the motorcycle, yeah. I'm sure. Uh-huh. Bucket of minnows. And yeah. I've just decided <laughs> I am the only guy in radio who doesn't ride a motorcycle. It's like <laughs> everybody no. I know in radio seems yeah. to ride a motorcycle. Richie Z. Yeah. 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 He does. Do you, he, Bill? I do not. And, no. Oh, thank goodness. Nor does Rich. Rich Calgill doesn't either. He, oh. He will not ride. Really? Yeah. No. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, I just, I'm terrified of the thing. So myself. is he. Yeah. So is he. Yeah. I'm very married. My wife would not allow it. <laughs> not yeah, but he's very married, too. Not without yeah. training wheels. And, well, yeah. You need a trike. No, yeah. When we got married, she said, okay, the motorcycle has to go. I said, no, it doesn't. She said, yeah, no, the motorcycle. I said, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it no, has to go faster. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you guys are still together. I just don't. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. She, you know, as I mentioned, she puts up it's with those keen negotiation skills, yeah. I think. That yeah. Well, you have to understand, she works with uh, disabled children at school. You know, that's what she does. I was good training for her to work with those children. You know, she goes in there and has to deal with them every day. She comes home to me. It's just like staying at work. You know, that's that's what it is. Ah, uh, I see. And my only reply to that is, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Either that uh, or Ellen. Alan, well, oh, let's play that one more time in honor of Randall. Got to get yeah. one more Alan you know, sighting. I don't know if you guys uh, heard this easy, uh, earlier. Wait, now i got to find it. It's like buried under all this stuff here. Uh, there we are. There's the jingle. Here it comes. Uh, Alan. Oh! 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 Steve! Oh! 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 Alan! Oh! 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 Steve! Alan! Alan! Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> it is, it is, it's just like a so stream of consciousness uh-huh. that uh, I love it. So, so yes, we were know? we were driving back from some event. I'm driving. We're on the Ryan. He's playing that on his phone. Oh, nice. Laughing yeah. hysterically. <laughs> it's like, you got to hear this. You got to hear what Randall put together for you. We're going to play this on No, the no. Show. This was the original Alan. Alan. Oh, the original Alan. Alan. Oh, the original one. Yes. Well, of course, you know, um, which uh, we also happen to have here. Alan. 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 Al. Alan. So, and we even got Judy Pollack from... Uh, Put me in the mood. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It's, uh, I'm not sure what mood that is, but uh, it's, it's a mood anyway. All right. Uh, coming up in just uh, 30 seconds, uh, we're going to... Well, and plus two minutes, uh, we're going to have uh, Rick DeMaio weather the, uh, the Christmas forecast, but uh, it's a foregone conclusion in Chicago. And it, actually a narrow band, because there's a lot of people across listening the Midwest. across yep. the Midwest who are not going to see this. But in Chicago, we've got snow. Yeah, we'll be right back with Rick DeMaio. It's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. 
A good day's gardening can sometimes be a bad day for your muscles and joints. Dr. Bonnie Flaster is a chiropractor who uses gentle, non-force adjustments to relieve pain. With 29 years of experience, she relies on a variety of treatments, including low-level laser, acupuncture, and gentle chiropractic. Visit her at River North Wellness Center and find health tips at rivernorthwellness.com. Call Dr. Bonnie Flaster at 312-642-7545 and get back to feeling good. It might be winter, but you can still visit farmer's markets hosted by many different Chicagoland houses of worship on select Saturdays and Sundays from now through April. Your purchase of local, sustainably produced food helps support regional farmers. The markets are organized by Faith in Place, a nonprofit which inspires people of diverse faiths to care for the earth through education, connection, and advocacy. For a market schedule and to learn more, go to faithinplace.org. Yeah, how's the demo going, Jim? It's going good, boss. You know, there's a lot of great material here. Where are we going to bring it? To the landfill. Where else? Seems like a bit of a waste. Maybe we should call up the Evanston Rebuilding Warehouse. The what? The Evanston Rebuilding Warehouse. You know, the place where you can donate reclaimed and reusable items for a tax deduction. Oh. And then people can buy those materials for their renovation or creative reuse projects. Well, what are we waiting for? Call them up. Sure, you can get all the info at Evanston. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You do it. I'm the boss. The Evanston Rebuilding Warehouse. Online at evanstonrebuildingwarehouse.org. Stay in touch with The Mike Novak Show. Find us on Facebook at The Mike Novak Show. Use the Twitter handle at MikeNow. Send us a photo on Instagram at The Mike Novak Show or write to us, mike at mikenovak.net. Speaking of the website, podcasts and blog posts are available every week at mikenovak.net. And while you're there, sign up for those posts and our newsletter on the homepage. And please support the sponsors who support us. Look for logos and specials at mikenovak.net. That sound you hear is my time machine letting me know it's time to return to our own world. This is your talk, WCGO. Hang on. Stalling for weather, featuring... We're dialing for we're weather. We're dialing for weather, actually, yeah. Um, he's out making a snowman. He probably is. So Snow uh, angels, maybe. But in, in the here's the deal. If uh, DeMaio doesn't show up, uh, we're going to have to have uh, Ron Cowgill and uh, Bill Turk do the weather. And Randall. And Randall. Oh, dear. And, <laughs> and Alan. So uh, we'll... Uh, uh, but uh, usually, it, it, we, we, we don't we don't know exactly what time Rick DeMaio operates on, uh, but it doesn't seem to be. It's like it, he's like um, standard time plus two. Uh, I think so. There's a little like time a, warp in Evanston. Yeah, there's there is something he, like he doesn't a, miss his his segment. He just never there at the beginning, the beginning of, of it. it, and I don't understand why. Uh, <laughs> I, I see Randall's lips moving, so he uh, must have got yeah. it. Uh, okay, so uh, so uh, it's twenty one degrees. Light snow and fog this morning with a high of 25. Snow should be ending about 3 o'clock. You know, and, and I was also looking at a number of charts and maps um, from around the world. Right. And Rick is on the phone. And, uh, and, and the assessment that I gave was, uh, we're screwed. 
There you don't, go, Rick. Don't this mean to get all sciencey on everybody here, but yeah, but but see, this is what happens, Rick. Uh, if the, we have time to fill, then we get the the amateurs come yes. in here and they do forecasts. So there's this white <laughs> snow band coming across out of the out of the Rockies. It's going to come right through the Midwest and it's going to turn and go up the East Coast, <laughs> and then it'll, it's off going to go across yes. Lake Erie and yes. dump on New York. Yeah, and then Buffalo will probably get way too much snow because they'll, yeah. have, they'll have the lake effect. So how much of in. that is wrong, Rick? That's what I want to know. Um, well, I don't know if I could even give you two out of ten on that one. Wow. Well, that's, that's because I didn't have a green screen behind me to point at Yeah, he's just got the red screen. Yeah. You know, I, you know the, the, the great thing about TV now is that you rarely even have green screens anymore. So it's become a lot easier for people to actually do the weather. You're just basically standing now in front of a, a monitor, uh, a right? high definition monitor. Yeah. Isn't that something that the technology has changed so much that the cameras can handle that? They don't need to do green screen. And it used to be uh, you had to, you were like reversed, weren't you? Like you're pointing, and you had to look at the monitor to see where you were pointing to make sure it's in the right place. That that kind of thing, wasn't it? Like that? Yeah. Well, you actually had three monitors. You had one to the left, one to the right, which was just basically showing what you had and loaded up in the graphics. Uh, and then you had one that was actually um, in the the camera at in in the camera itself in front of you, and there was actually a mirror um, that reflected that towards you. And oftentimes you would have to look at the the camera and and take your finger and 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 kind of do like like flip the camera because otherwise it had the um, uh, the teleprompter stuff in there. How how so, close are we, by the way, to claymation weather reports? <laughs> Just take the technology to another level. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm fine with that. But uh, you know, the bottom line is is now you just, you're, you're basically be, you become a teacher where you're just pointing to something and you're saying to everybody, "Here, look, this is what I'm pointing at." Whereas before, you're trying to figure out where stuff is. So, um, you know, the, the the thing about TV weather, I know we want to talk about more important things. It's become so easy now uh, for people to actually learn how to do the weather because. A, the graphics are basically done for you. Most of it is all pretty much high-resolution, rapid refresh. So, you know, 9 a.m. forecast models could be updated for, you know, 12 noon and 3 p.m. And, you know, it, it's largely taken the forecasting out of the forecast, meaning that as long as the computer puts something up that it looks good, you'll point to it and say, this is where it's supposed to be as opposed to, I think based on the current situation, this is what's going to happen. And I think that's really due, and I think the the audience a disservice sometimes because you're not really getting a meteorologist to give you information. You're just getting a talking head, and and I and it's a shame that that's where it's going. So Especially Bill and I in, have so Bill and I have a chance. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it, it's amazing. You know, I I I, I talk to my my students who are who are you know you know you know budding pilots. And these kids are actually learning how to fly, you know, with these with these flight simulators at home. And and it's not the same thing. But at the same time, if you think about it, even airline pilots, once they get trained, they go into a flight simulator as well. So the the purists in us go, no, that's not how you do it. But we all know that technology is probably pushing it towards that direction. So it's almost like you just have to throw your hands up and say, "Okay, I give up. This is what's going to happen." Well, it, it's a, there's a huge cost savings, and if you're if you're flying IFR and you're you know want to just shoot some uh, some uh, landings and stuff like that, it's a lot easier to do it on the computer. You get the same amount of training, and, oh, yeah. and you save a bunch of money. So, it's, oh, totally, it, totally, it's, totally, it's totally well agree on that. 
You know, by the way, speaking of, speaking of weather, yes. um, weather? I don't know if you guys uh, – <laughs> well, I mean weather in the short term. There's actually a, a mesoscale band, which is about 15 to 20 miles long and about 5 miles wide. Um, and it's been moving a little bit further to the west and northwest over the last probably half hour to 45 minutes. Um, and I don't know if you guys have looked out the window, but the snow has actually picked up a little bit. Mm. There's a pretty good chance that areas from like Evanston, Skokie, right through the west side or I should say the east side of Cook County, right over Soldier Field and down in the northwest Indiana – uh, are probably going to get a pretty good, decent band of snow between now and probably about 3 or 4 o'clock this afternoon. So this is going to be absolutely perfect weather for a football game to be played at Soldier Field, which begins, what, in about an hour and 15 minutes. You couldn't have planned it any better. Uh, you know, you might as well, if you if, if you got nothing else to do on Christmas Eve, go watch two really, really bad teams play football in the snow. Go, it's go just, watch it's the like, Bears lose. It's basically watching, uh, <laughs> like watching a couple of high school teams in the snow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I never even thought about it that way. Yeah. But, um, so uh, uh, it, but we're, we're sort of in a narrow band here, right? It's like we're, <laughs> Chicago's going to get a Merry Christmas, but uh, to the north and the south, not so much, right? Yeah, it, it, it basically runs from about Rockford down to about uh, Peoria. So it's about 100 miles wide, but it's about 300 miles long. And, and these kind of snow events are really tough to pick up, you know, three, four days out because they kind of slide in and they slide out in about 12 hours. Um, but if you think about it, I think last week we were talking about the fact that the weekend, you know, was going to be pretty cold both Saturday and Sunday that didn't really turn out that way. It kind of ended up being about five to eight degrees warmer. So what's happening is the big long wave trough that extends all the way from the Rockies to New England kind of slowed down a little bit. And oftentimes when these things slow down, you get a little teeny wave that kind of gets, you know, kind of gets snuck in on the bottom side of it. And that's kind of exactly what happened. So oftentimes you got to look at whether as large waves with little medium waves and small waves kind of embedded in them. So you have this big long wave which goes from the Rockies to New England, the smaller wave which goes from western Iowa into eastern Indiana, and then you got this even smaller wave which basically is hugging the coast of the shoreline of Chicago right along Lake Michigan. And and to kind of follow these waves um, is I think one of the joys of being a meteorologist. You're always trying to figure out how nature is going to interact mm-hmm. with other parts of nature on different scales. And we're definitely seeing that this morning. And then once this passes off the east, really, really cold weather coming in tomorrow and Tuesday and Wednesday. Wow. It sounds exactly what Bill and I just said. Bill I, and I, I just said I the believe same they thing. did. Didn't we? And, and, exactly. and Rick, way we're back <laughs> way back in the article you wrote for my November issue, you predicted snow on Christmas. Yeah, you know what? I I, I was kinda looking back at that tag and I said, you know what? I, I wonder how my, my my winter outlook worked out when I wrote this for Peg back in like late September, early October. November worked out pretty well. December has worked out pretty well. Um, we'll see how the rest of the winter works out. I mean, I never really pat myself in the back and see you get all the way through all nine innings, but so far the first three <laughs> innings look pretty good. Well, uh, Merry Christmas to you, Rick. Thank you so much for everything this year. We appreciate it. And uh, I want to thank everybody else on the show, Ron Cowgill, Bill Turk, Judy Pollack, Peggy Malecki, Randall, and everybody else. Until next week, Merry Christmas and go green or go, go home. home. Is that it? Yes, it's over. How'd you like it? I don't know. I slept through the whole thing. Well, you didn't miss much.